Hello and welcome to the next edition of MDD's Claims Interviews. Today, under the thumbscrews, we have Catherine Barron from AXA XL. Catherine, welcome. Good morning, Barry. Nice to be here. It's great to have you. It's great to have one of the female claims leaders from the market on one of our interviews. So let's see how you get on. And I suppose a great place to start, as always, is just to tell us a little bit about how you came to be in the insurance industry and, and probably more particular, how you came to be in claims. So along with everybody else in the insurance market, I've always dreamed of being in insurance. That's not really true. When I was 18, <laughs> I finished my A-levels, didn't do as well as I wanted to and decided that I would go and get myself a job. And at the time, jobs were more available than they are now, I guess. And some very nice chap at Direct Line Insurance decided that he would take his chances with a youngster straight out of school and pop them into a claims job right at the bottom of the tree. So that's quite interesting. You've ended up becoming the casualty claims leader for AXA Excel. I was always told there was quite a big difference between property and casualty. I think over my career, I've come to realise that if you get casualty claims wrong, it can bear a really, really big exposure for the organisation. So do you agree with me that managing casualty claims carries a much bigger exposure than managing property claims? I think there are a lot more variables and decisions to be made in casualty claims versus the property ones. So for example, we have similarities in relation to cover, but then we have to decide whether or not we're liable and obviously the quantum for those claims. And there's a lot of differences in people's opinions for all of those three stages and the decisions need to be made in all of those three stages. So I am going to say that they are possibly harder to deal with because obviously that's my line of business and we've got a great bunch of people dealing with those claims. But from a client perspective and from a business perspective, I just think there are more variables and, and like I say, more decisions to be made. And because we've got more variables, there's more things that can go wrong. So, Catherine, you've been many years at the same insurer. What is it that makes AXA Excel so special for you? Why have you been there so long? So I have been at AXA and its various incarnations for 15 years, funnily enough, this month. The things that make it really special for me are the people. We work with a great bunch of people who are very passionate about what they do. And they really have each other's backs. And for me, that is probably one of the main reasons why I stay there. I genuinely think the people there are great. There's also consistent change. If you don't like consistent change, AXA Excel definitely isn't the place for you. We've been through two mergers, I think, in probably the last six years. And for me, it's exciting. I like the fact that we are changing, developing, and we continue to grow. We've also got a real depth of knowledge within the company in relation to lots of different fields and lots of different factors. So for our staff and for our clients, there's always somewhere to go or somebody who knows about the sector that we are trying to deal with claims in or I'm trying to underwrite. So the depth of knowledge is really fantastic. We've got really supportive management, which I can't stress how important that is. There is a no-blame culture at AXA Excel. If something goes wrong, we work out why it's gone wrong and we fix it so it doesn't happen again. And for me, that's really, really important as a team and as an organisation. I think that's how organisations should be run rather than having a bit of a blame culture, which I don't particularly like. And finally, it's the way that AXA Excel looks after its staff. And specifically, now we've had a year at home as we've been working through the pandemic our organisation has been so focused on well-being and staff health and benefits 
and just making sure that everybody is okay in a time of significant change and upheaval is one of the reasons why I stay there. It's a special place to work. One of the great things about Axe Excel, I think, has been that consistently high recognition for claims excellence in the marketplace, which we've seen year after year after year. And in casualty claims, I'm sure you must take a lot of credit for that recognition that you're seeing. So part of the key here to access success in claims is the leadership and the managers they have in claims. What is it that you most enjoy about being a a manager uh, and, and a leader? So for me, it's about the ability to help people grow and to attain their goals. I think most managers and leaders, in my view, need to understand what their role is. And for me, my role is to facilitate our handlers being able to do their jobs and being able to do the jobs to the best of their ability. And also, obviously, we've got company goals and aspirations and profit and everything else. But my main part of my job is to make sure that I give my staff the tools and the confidence and the ability to be able to do their jobs well. So one is really to help people grow and to attain their goals. I really like being involved. I like fixing problems and I like the fact that I can influence change. And in my current role, I have the ability to do all of that, which I really enjoy. And I think any insurance professional, specifically in claims, one of the reasons we stay there is the fact that we are continually learning each day just throws up a new challenge no day is ever the same I've been doing this job probably for longer than I care to say and each day is different there's always something new that crops up and being a leader and a manager is helping the teams navigate their way through those and being able to provide some answers well there's a a lot of things I agree with you there Catherine AXA have, have built a really strong claims brand What's your read on that? How important do you see it for AXA that they have a strong claims brand? So my view is that claims is the product. And if the claims team isn't strong, then your product is weak. So we're here to pay claims. It's the most important part of our business as far as I'm concerned. And we're proud of the market leading claims team that we have. And sort of moving that on just a tad further, what is it that you think makes a great claims handler? For me, it's about being flexible and agile. A handler needs to understand the client and be able to understand how their business works and the interaction that the claim that they've currently got has on their business. I'm not entirely sure that lots of people understand that the decision that we're making at our desks may have a direct relation to the profitability of a company, the conversations that a risk manager is having at board level. You know, are these claims going to be paid or are they not? What is the financial impact of that? And it's really important that claims handlers understand our clients and understand how their businesses work. One of my favourite things is going and visiting a factory or a train station. I love the the times where we actually go and get to meet our clients and understand the practicalities of what they make, what they do day to day and the claims that they have that emanate from that. And in addition to that, I honestly think the role has expanded so much over the last 15 years. Being technically good at claims isn't enough for a claims handler anymore. Handlers get pulled into a variety of projects. They get involved in industry working groups. They obviously have client meetings. You need to be open to change. You need to be prepared. You need to be prepared to have a view. And that's claims handling and outsider claims handling. In our team, you need to be able to put your hands up to offer to help. And you need to be aware of what your company needs you to do to be able to make it to succeed. So there is an awful lot in there. And 
I think, again, that's what makes claims handling a really good occupation to be in because it can be so varied. Well, I guess, Catherine, based on what you just said there, bearing in mind that I'm no longer agile or flexible, my days in claims are completely over. But never mind, they were always going to come to an end at some stage. Just thinking about your career and and how you got to where you are today, I'm, I'm sure you've been influenced by people along the way. You know, what have been the greatest influences and perhaps why have they been your greatest influence? So, Barry, that is a really, really great question. When I think about it, I think about the senior managers that took time to get to know me and guide me through my career at a very, very early stage. So in my first job, there was one chap who was a senior leader and he was just very interested in the youngsters, what they were doing, what they were trying to achieve. He was always there for us if we had any questions, however ridiculously stupid they sounded. And it was just the fact that somebody took the time out of their very busy day job to spend some time with us to make sure that we had what we needed. And that's one of the aspects I think that people take into their later careers. So I've only really worked for three companies. I worked for Travellers for a long time and one of our technical managers there, who unfortunately isn't alive anymore, he just always had the time to talk to us and he had the most amazing knowledge and he was really happy to share. And just as an example, I once had a claim where a army tank had fallen off a low loader And I was sitting there going, I have no idea how much this costs. I don't know what a tank is. All of these things are going through my mind. And I kind of popped up to his desk, said, I've got this claim. What do I do with it? And he knew everything. And I was completely in awe. He knew the type of tank it was. He knew how much it cost, what we're going to do, what the next steps were. And it wasn't until years later that we had this conversation that he'd actually watched the Discovery Channel the night before. And it was all about tanks, which is why he knew so much about it. But at the time, my mind was blown. I thought, this fella knows everything about everything. But it was the fact that, you know, sometimes you we had these really technical people in our teams that are happy to share our knowledge or share their knowledge and be prepared to impart that to us to make us better. And for me, it's about taking what you can from the people that you meet, good and bad. And sometimes you need to replicate the good and try not to replicate the bad. Yeah, I agree with that. Interestingly, that was something that when I was talking to Steve Agata on the last interview, we touched on and both agreed on. We've all had high points and low points in our careers. Is there anything in particular you can tell us about things that have happened along the way? I've had one specific low point and I've had lots of high points. My one specific low point really may resonate with a couple of people, and that was, I was probably about 25. We had two wings of a building. One wing of the building were left to do their day-to-day work, and the other wing of a building got dragged into a meeting room. And that day, we were told that we were being bought by another company and that we either had to move to the other company or all be made redundant. And at the time, I was young. I honestly couldn't believe that this was happening to me. I was absolutely devastated that a company that I really enjoyed working for didn't want me anymore. And it was just truly awful. However, you kind of learn from those opportunities. You need to learn to expect the unexpected. And there are always opportunities that flow out of those situations. And fortunately for me, it turned out okay and actually probably propelled me into the career that I have now. Because at the time I worked for the motor team and actually I kind of got saved and put into the casualty team. But I learned a lot from that. That was a really unpleasant experience. And in relation to high points, I've had lots. I've been really fortunate in the opportunities that I've had in my career. 
But my main one was, like I said at the beginning, I probably didn't do as well in my A-levels as I wanted to. And I didn't go to university, which was expected of our family. So I actually graduated as a legal exec and going to the graduation with my parents kind of made up for it. So that was one of my highlights. And the reason I got to do my legal exec exams was because of the occupation that I've got. So that was good. That sounds it. You're a very wise claims leader, I can tell, very wise. So tell me about the future. What are your aspirations for the future? Aspirations for the future include continuing to lead my team. So there are about 40 of us and they are an amazing bunch. It's a real privilege to be their manager and their leader. So I look forward to leading them. And also, I'm really passionate about trying to help make AXA Excel a leader in the UK and Lloyds region and also part of the AXA family. We are a new division within AXA and it's really important for us to find our way and make sure that we are a good addition to the AXA family. And as an organisation, that's one of the things we're working on and claims are integral to that. And I think moving forward, we'll be really successful in that. Okay, well, I mean, that sounds good. And it's great to have some challenges ahead that keep the the blood circulating around the veins. So we talk quite a lot about work. I now want to get under the surface and, and find what makes you click outside of work. So what do you do outside of work that you enjoy? You've got to say your family, haven't you? Because they you kind of love them, but they're kind of a given. So aside from family, I really love sports. I play core ball, which if no one knows what that is, go and Google it because it's mental and it's really good fun. I like live music and I like seeing my friends. So all of the things that we currently can't do right now. A very social animal. Yeah. That's what it yeah. sounds like. Good for you. Good for you. Now, we're now going to do our, our little test where I'm going to throw a couple of words at you and I want you to pick the one that most excites you. Please don't do what other uh, interviewees have done and try and tell me a whole long story about each answer <laughs> you've given me. This is supposed to be a quick fire round, Catherine, so we'll see how we get on. So you're ready to go? Yeah. Okay, netball or football? Netball. TV or radio? TV. BBC or ITV? BBC. Work or holidays? Holidays. Whoever says work. Well, do you know what? I'm getting worried here. I hope there's nobody too senior listening to this from AXA. We had the same question with Steve Agata, having mentioned him earlier on our last interview. And I'm sure people at Inigo are, are looking at him very closely and saying, you know, is this guy here to work or is he just trying to pay for holidays? <laughs> but I think it's a great answer. Next one, Lloyds or companies? Companies. Companies. 1980s or 2020s? So this is tough because we haven't done the 2020s. So I'm going to go, and on the basis it's been a bit rubbish so far, I'm going to go 1980s. Everybody says 1980s. Harley or Porsche? Porsche. Porsche. Ah, another motor car person. Okay, so I think you've given me some really interesting answers about what you've been up to in your career, some of the things you like outside of work. Thankfully, you were quite good on the little quick test there, which puts you ahead of most of the other people that I've spoken to. So I think we have got behind the person here to a vast degree. But what I think we all want to know is if you've not ended up in insurance, what would you have ideally done as a career? I would have liked to have been a PE teacher. A PE teacher. How wonderful. And is there any particular PE that you would have liked teaching? I always thought I would end up in a secondary school teaching netball, hockey, gymnastics to a bunch of unruly teenagers. But instead, I've got a bunch of lovely claims handlers instead. You had to think very carefully (laughs) when you said that. Catherine, it's been great talking to you. It's been a little bit of a snapshot of what's going on around you, what you've done, all that sort of stuff. 
it's been a pleasure. I think you're an absolute gem in the insurance market. You're a credit to AXA and to Casualty Claims, and it's been a delight speaking to you. So I wish you every success for the future, and thank you for joining me today. Thanks very much. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you.